Week five, episode five, off the fly. How you feeling today, Rob? I'm feeling good, man. I'm liking our guests so far. We warmed up a little bit, found out about each other just a tad, just enough to get oh, this ball man. rolling. It's deeply rooted. That should be the title of this podcast. Deeply rooted. Oh man. It's, episode five, deeply rooted. It's Ernie C. It's the it's the gap tooth genius. And Rob here, man. As I said, we got a nice uh, podcast coming up, and we got a lot of information that can uh, register to a lot of entrepreneurs out there. I feel like that's definitely the venue we're going out this one. Um, do you want to go ahead and introduce our guest, or you want to kind of? You know what? Let me just give a big shout out to DJ Ashby, week four guest. It was awesome. We had over two thousand people look at our tweets. We need you guys to listen, though. We need you guys listening. But we do appreciate all the love and support. And I just want to give a big shout out. And it's raw right now. Our guest just had a guest. It's great. Guests have guests. And it's going to be dope. We want to present our guest. His name is Jake Tovar. Freelance photographer. Is that the correct title, Jake? Yes. yes. Freelance, freelance photographer. Yeah, freelance photography. And freelance doesn't mean free. <laughs> Definitely. You got to support, support your artists, y'all. Support. Um, but Jake, you want to go ahead and uh, just give us a little bit about yourself and what you do? And- yeah, so um, photography is my thing. I've, uh, my guess, my first camera that I ever got was back in 2010. Okay. And I was a sophomore in high school. And what it was, it was an iPhone 3GS that back when they were like super small and stuff. And yeah. when I got that, it was, it was pretty dope. Um, I was that kid who would always just take photos of my shoes, my drinks. Um, I would rearrange my like notebook and pencil in a very symmetrical order. So and I would just off. take photos on, on my phone. Uh, whether my, whether my, my friends and I went on hikes as well. Uh, I, was, I was always that dude who would just be behind the pack and just take photos. Um, so then I really got invested into editing apps. For example, one is called Visco, V-S-C-O. And I really love just adding filters and messing with the contrast the exposures and stuff like that. And yeah, that was the time period from 2010 when I got my first iPhone to 2000, summer of 2015. And summer of 2015 is when I really kind of just picked up a camera and looked at it and had no idea what to do with it. What the buttons meant? I didn't know what any, I didn't know what shutter speed was, I didn't know what aperture was or ISO was, I didn't know what any of these buttons did. And it was pretty tight because my mom had bought the camera for herself to take photos of my brother and I playing sports and eventually she just stopped using it. So when she stopped using it, I picked it up and it was summer 2015 and I don't kid you not. I would walk around downtown Bakersfield. We're in downtown Bakersfield right now at the at the Idea Hive. Shout out to the Idea Hive. Hey, shout out to the Hive. Go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Um, I would take the camera, put on my headphones because I love music. I love lyrics. I love falling into that emotion, and I would just walk around downtown Bakersfield taking photos of cars, of people walking across the street, of buildings, of signs. And at first, every photo I took was completely white or completely like dark. So for example, it was way overexposed, too bright, mm-hmm. or was super, super underexposed or too dark. Right. Hence, I wasn't, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Right. <laughs> um, but the process of doing things over and over and over again. Yeah, that, we're really good. <laughs> that, uh, that trial and error process just really fueled me to become way better. Um, at the same time, I, I started, 
I started my Instagram back when I got the first iPhone mm-hmm. back in 2010, mm-hmm. back when I was kind of a hipster to have an Instagram. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> so I would see beautiful photos on on social media, and I'm like, dude, how do they do this? I know it's it's it's. I know I could do it. I just don't know how. Like, teach me that. <laughs> Get yeah. me there. And when I started in summer or in 2015, um, when I was picking up the camera, I would reach out to different photographers via social media. And I kid you not, some people legit told me, like, teach your fucking self. Or they were very rude. Yeah. Very, uh, I don't And I I wasn't, I didn't, and I'm still the type to not even ask for a handout. I'm like, yo, point me in the right direction. I don't want to know five plus five equals ten. No. I can figure figure that shit out by myself. Right. But point me in the right direction. Show me the door. I'll open it for myself. And I'll build my own path. Definitely. But... After those people told me, like, find, like, teach yourself is what I, well, that's what I really did. did yeah. And I would utilize Google and YouTube over and over and over again to teach myself whatever I could. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was going into 2015. And then uh, 2016, I upgraded my camera gear. I started getting a little better at it. And at the time, my brother... And my brother played a big role, in my opinion, with with photography and with kind of getting more exposure on Twitter and, and, and Instagram, um, because he played varsity or he, play, he played football at Stockville High School and he played soccer. Okay. Um, so I would always go out to the football games and just try and take photos of of the dudes doing work, of mm-hmm. the people on the sideline doing work, of the fans doing work, of everyone who's just there. I always just took pictures. The setting, there, sports setting. Yeah, yeah the setting yeah. and. I knew these, this younger demographic would eat up social media. Oh, yeah. And you see these babies nowadays. They have their phones inside their hand. They know, they know how to look they up. They know how to navigate. They know how to iPhone. navigate YouTube. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It's not an accident that they call someone that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I knew this younger demographic was geared, was really heavily uh, interested in social media. So I took all these photos for, for these kids, mm-hmm. whether they were good or not, and I would just submit them to them, submit them over over Twitter, and slowly they just started get pop, getting popping. Mm-hmm. And as time went by, I started to get a little better as well. So I think the fact that I went out to my brother's football games and soccer games and going deeper than that rather than just Twitter and Instagram, but really saying what up to like the homies, like the running back, the quarterbacks, the D line, the O line, the the coaches, like getting, getting familiar with these faces and introducing myself and telling them that, Oh, I'm taking photos. Like I'm Jake. Like I'll be on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. Just introducing myself and professionally doing, doing it that way has made a good impact as well. Um, I don't think it would have been the same impact if I would have just stood back and not said a word. Right. Um, Close mouth, don't get fed. Yeah, bro, you had to mingle. <laughs> <mingles, laughs> <mingles, laughs> you had to mingle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, word to my brother. He's uh, He's been a huge impact on my life and then with photography as well. I still photograph his games, and he actually plays soccer at BC right now. Awesome. That's so crazy. that's, that's kind of him. He's more of the more the, more of the athletic, athletic one, yeah. and I'm kind of more of the creative one. Mm-hmm. Although I played soccer since I was like four or five years old, mm-hmm. but 
don't know. He's he's more. He's good at it, <laughs> and I'm just I guess better at photography. That's good. And for those who are um, not familiar with photography, like me, I'm not a, I don't know a lot of terms. I went as far as a disposable camera. Yeah, dude. I'm and with the iPhone. I don't know anything about contrast or. I just sharpen it all the way, and that's all I do. You know? Crazy. You say the disposable. I'll show you. Cause I still fuck with disposable yeah, camera. Can I, I cuss on you? Oh yeah. You say okay. what you want, bro. <laughs> Um, that's Show pod, bro. We just this is your podcast, and we're here just to say you're asking questions. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, dude, I still I still mess with disposable cameras. I'll show you some of the the stuff I did this past, I guess, winter with disposables and no, I just said the way. But I don't know; they're just pretty cool, and that's dope. It gives it a vintage. Very vintage yeah, very vintage, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was downtown. That was hot. We had like the the big hand hot dogs, yeah, so we had a cup. Um, for y'all listening, y'all missing some good pictures, some funny yeah, ass pictures. Some, my guy ate that hot dog really. Got, <laughs> he got the got whole hot dog. Downtown there. LA hot dog. <laughs> just, just to keep a visual in your head. Right but, but yeah, no, dude. Like, people ask me sometimes on Instagram and Twitter, like, yo, like, what camera do you use? And I tell them what camera I use, but it's like, dude, yeah. you don't need to buy a two thousand, three thousand dollar camera with the lens to Definitely. have a good photo. Yeah. yeah. In the most very humble, humble, humble way, because I kind of don't like talking about myself. But you give you give me an iPhone, whatever, and you give an average Joe on the street that doesn't know anything about photography, give him my camera, and we'll see who will come out with the better photo. Same concept with like with uh, I don't know, just DJ equipment. DJ equipment. You give you give me all your DJ equipment. Yeah, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. (laughs) But you give the right equipment to you, who to a dude who knows everything about it. You'll make you make wonders, dude. So that goes deeper too. It's deeper than just a camera. It's deeper than just a lens, a computer, a all that stuff. Yeah, like you can't put you can't put a, a price on on knowledge, the, on, knowledge yeah, exactly. on, on trial the, and error on the vision, yeah, um, definitely, and the creativity. So it's like what you do with this equipment once you have it. Um, it's it's not gonna work itself. It can work. I mean, it could cost so much, but again, you have to wield it. You have to learn it. Yeah, but with that being said, it definitely does help to have like good equipment. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes a difference. So, so I don't, wanna, don't have to worry about. I don't want to disregard that opinion right. or that idea, but like the creativity is is huge. The vision is huge. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I want to dive into exactly what is a freelance photographer. How would you describe somebody like me who doesn't know anything about photography? So a freelance photographer. Um, how I would define it is a freelance. Let's say, let's say freelance artist, because you could have you could have a freelance painter, a freelance. I mean, essentially, you could be a freelance DJ. I guess maybe freelance could be, in my opinion, not contracted or not under. I'm working for myself. Probably am a freelance DJ. Yeah, you, I guess you work for yourself. You're not under. I don't know. I don't want to say a restriction or or an umbrella of someone else. Mm-hmm. I would have to look up that definition because I don't want to. No, give I, out. It, we just asking you what, like, your personal opinion about what you know, or your yeah. what you define as yourself as a freelancer. Well, yeah, working for your professionally working for yourself. Um, yeah. What what comes along with that for like people that let's say want to venture down that road? Like, 
you know, it's not, it's not easy, right? It's more than just, than just the art side of things because it's also a business. Right. Because well. this is what's feeding you, right? This is how you eat. Yeah, no, this is, okay, that's what we want to make, we want to make. Yeah, my, like I mentioned earlier, my fourth photo book, I named it uh, September 18th, 2017, and that's when I told my boss at Outback, I was like, hey, like, I, I can't serve tables anymore. I can't, I can't work here. I need to pursue my, uh, my creative talents. I need to, this is my happiness, my passion as well. And she completely understood and word to, word to her, I don't want to mention her name, but word to, (laughs) she's awesome. Like I, uh, I even would call her mom sometimes when I was working just because I I loved her. And, um, and yeah, so she understood completely when I told her I was just quitting everything for photography and, but no, this is how this is how I eat. This is how I, I pay the bills. This is how I get to do what I what I want to do, is through photography. And I'm very, very, very blessed, and I feel fortunate that I found this at such a young age. Right. Yeah. Because some um, people never find it. Oh, yeah, I know. Some people never find it, bro. This is kind of what we want to do off the off the the podcast, man. We want to really shine light on entrepreneurs, people who went all in on their dreams. That's why I heard that you, on your video, you went all in. That's kind of something we've. We're doing is going all in, yeah, and no matter even you have doubters, critics, yeah. you still did it, and you're still doing it. Right. And that's something we really respect, and that's why we wanted to dive into it. What exactly does it take to be someone in your shoes? You went all in. This is your dream, your passion. It's feeding you now. Yeah. So how is the business side of it? Does that do you worry like oh fuck I'm not gonna eat this month or how does that work out? The business side of things is sometimes unpredictable. Because, like I was mentioning earlier, there's times where I won't have a paid gig for three days to a week. But then there's other weeks where I'll have back to back to back to back. And it's forced me to learn how to manage my finances way better, way better than I've ever (laughs) done before. Um, And still having to pay bills and stuff like that. It's like I need to, I guess, meet these numbers each yeah. month you got some overhead yeah yeah, yeah exactly what it is. so i guess how i go about things now is i'll i'll just save my money until i have i have enough money to pay my bills mm-hmm. make sure that's stashed away and then whatever whatever else comes is, is profit goes to my savings account really um and it's not just bakers for you doing photography i right you're, you're traveling up and down california um, yeah, low-key traveling yeah. um some of my clients i travel with them they want to go take photos and Yosemite and Big Sur and I'm going to actually Malibu tomorrow. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, but yeah, it's got me traveling, which is which is the cool thing. And like disregard cameras, equipment, like photos, like the friendships and the relationships I've met through photography mean so much to me. Like without, if I didn't pick up a camera, I would not have even met you two. Yeah, and that's and exactly how I feel too. Because with this pod, I mean, we're five in, and I've met five new people. Yeah, yeah. Or with the exception of two, but you know what yeah, I mean. Definitely. Like this is like. That's how we network, bro. This is the new wave right now. Yeah. Like, you, that's why I, I don't. Under, this is off topic a little bit, but I don't understand people don't like face to face interaction. <laughs> like, how don't you like talking? This is like this is not supposed to be a lost art in human beings. We're supposed to talk face-to-face, get to know each other, be exactly. kind, share your knowledge. That's why I like to, you said, you, you'll tell people, you know, what equipment you use a lot. Just say in the DJ world, they don't share that type of knowledge. They're really stingy with it. And I'm trying not to be that way. I'll give anybody, like my speakers, I'll give my own ones away for damn half what I paid for them. Just yeah. pay it forward, you know? It's all about paying it forward, I think. Just having some, some good, I don't know, we were raised right, you know? Exactly. Yeah, push that positivity into Definitely the world positivity. and speak yes. what you want in, into existence. Yeah. And somehow it just 
don't know. That's how I've been feeling more recently is I try to have a, a good positive outlook on life. And you have to, bro. Been th- homie, the Lord's been throwing hey. down blessings. Blessings, <laughs> you have blessings, to, bro. blessings. You have to. Shouts to Big Sean. <laughs> you, you have to. Honestly, look at everything positive, man. Even the bad situation looks shit. It could have been a lot worse. That's how I look at everything. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Um, this, and this is not a podcast about ECT's DJing. But just like <laughs> on, on Saturday, um, the power went out. out there, and, bro, like, I'm like, they were, the, the wife was tripping. I'm yeah. like, at least we know what's wrong. Yeah. It's not a power surge that's out. Just let's put another outlet. Yeah. I'll tell the crowd, give us five minutes, let's figure it out. Yeah. No big deal. It'll be a lot worse. You have to stay positive, man. Even yeah. when it's, when shit hits the fan, you know? Yeah. But let's go back and talk about you, Jake. Um, I know you stated that, you know, your family is coming from a family of college-educated people. Yeah. Does that add pressure to you to succeed, or how does that drive you? So, I got oh, my I just yeah. kicked someone's yeah. foot. Um, so, yeah, I graduated high school in 2012 from Stockdale High School, and right after I went to Bakersfield College trying to pursue a business degree, mm-hmm. I like the concept of entrepreneurial ventures and... Definitely kind of going all in and following, I guess, following your heart, your following, heart, the heart yeah. or following your passion. that business type of lifestyle. Um, so that's what I started to do at, at Bakersfield College. I won, I, my declared, declared my, my major as, as business. And then I figured out I had to take some pretty intense math classes. And I knew all along that math was not my forte. Definitely. So I'm like, dang, like something's got to change. Yeah. Uh, and I love communicating with people. I love face-to-face interactions, meeting meeting dope people, uh, whether it's on a small personal level or a bigger group setting. Mm-hmm. So I switched from business to communications. And that was around the same time during 2015 when I picked up the camera as well. So once I picked up the camera, I started, I don't know, I started taking a few, a few, uh, like, artistic classes. Um, I've taken digital photography and film photography and uh, what is called press photography, which is more of a journalistic perspective. But I started taking these classes and my people who I, who I hung out with started to switch. I started to hang out with more, I guess, creative people. Creative people. And yes. those people pushed me in the right direction. And it truly is that cliche saying is, you're a product of, product of your environment. Definitely. Right. You hang out with you are you know, yeah. hang out with ten photographers, you'll probably end up being a photographer. Mm-hmm. You hang out with ten ten soccer players, you'll probably end up Doing playing soccer, soccer or like being that. being athletic. Right. Um, so going deeper, my uh, speaking of like formal education and like my family is my my dad has his master's in psychology. I have cousins who graduated from Cal Berkeley to Harvard to Penn State, San Diego State, Fresno State, UCLA. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't like I was completely pressured to go to school and to graduate, but they would always ask me about. They were, yeah, it was it was expected of me, and they my family and my cousins would always ask me like, "Oh, how's your semester going? Or how's your professors this this semester? Or what do you like or dislike about your classes?" and they never forced me and they weren't down my neck about it, but it was always in conversation. Right. Um, so when I started dropping, kind of slowly dropping out of school and not really finding happiness in, in the math classes, the English, the sciences, the, the labs and stuff like that, uh-huh. and started finding more of a happiness through my camera and photography, 
they uh, they didn't they didn't talk down on me. They didn't they didn't neglect me or it wasn't it wasn't bad. <laughs> it wasn't like, bad. They, they did not disown me. So it's yeah. not I, I don't want to talk bad about right. my family because yes. I love them to death uh-huh. and they support me heavy to this day. But it was always in conversation of like how school. Did it feel intimidating almost to like come like not come out but like to say that hey I'm gonna take this creative route instead of the traditional four years college route at all? Honestly, no. No. Like I was not intimidated by my parents, by my family members, even though they graduated from wherever. Uh-huh. Deep down within, like you, you I knew the know, vision. Yeah, you had, you had the vision. Like I know somehow, some way, it's I'm just I'm making it. Right. Um. I never, I don't really doubt myself on that's, on photography, on, on my passion. Dude, that's really big. Bro. I think that's, that's really big. big. And I don't know, it's, it feels so right. I feel so comfortable doing what I what I do. And I feel like that's just more re- reassurance of that this is meant to be. Right, exactly. Um, I don't think you can go into any situation thinking you're fail, you're going to fail. Or a backup plan. You, I, I, was, yeah, I don't believe in backup plans. You can't. I totally agree because if you go into something and your mentality is already pessimistic or more yeah. on a negative side, it's like yeah. you're already lost. You're you already can't, lost. dude. Yeah, you exactly. can't. I understand 100%. You're already lost. So for me, I felt like that with actually, I felt like that with school. I felt like that yeah. with statistics. Yeah, definitely. I suck at math. I felt like I had to take st- statistics a few times. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I felt like I just wasn't gonna get a degree. I don't know. It, it's but man. with photography, I've never doubted myself. You can't, bro. And even when I, I mean, I, it's always, it's always a, a, a process of learning. I don't want to say I've, I've made it, or oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I don't want to tell myself like, oh, like I'm the shit because I'm definitely not. You always have to be like, there's learn. always more to learn. There's always something different to do. And how I kind of mentioned that is like, yo, you might do five plus five equals ten, but Kim might do eight plus two equals ten. You guys might get the same products, but Two your processes styles. are way different. Yeah. And for me to learn different processes from different photographers, entrepreneurs, just learning, just learning in general. And you have to be willing um, to learn, I think, in entrepreneurship. You have, have to learn, bro. Yeah. Like, there's always new ways to go about things. Exactly. Or think out of the box. And that's why exactly. I, I hang out with, I think a lot of people I hang out with are now gauge that entrepreneur mind, but some of my friends are entrepreneurs. So I'm like, I'd rather hang out with 10 entrepreneurs rather Thinking yeah. cap on, then just temper stuck at where they want to be at. You know, they they're cool with the eight to five, and I'm just feeding the fan bam, which is fine. But yeah. I need something yeah. to spark my brain. Like I need some more motivation, exactly. and just down. Like I just said, we don't have backup. I don't have a backup plan. I don't believe in backup plans. You thinking because you're already thinking, okay, well, this fucks up. We're gonna go to the next one. I don't. You can't think like that. I agree. DJ Gates. I don't think I'm gonna fail. If I if it fucks up, okay. They don't know. They don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, I agree 100 percent with you. Though. There's no backup plans. There's no uh, doubt. I would say Kobe didn't think he's gonna go to a game losing. Kobe never thought he was gonna lose a game. Exactly. So you can't go into it like that. That mom mentality. Loser, that, yeah, that's that a loser mentality. If you go second guess, I don't like second guessing myself. Yeah. That's that's just a big thing I've learned and. Uh, just negative. I don't like negative vibes. It takes Dude, me, it's like, I believe in energy in the universe. And yeah. you, you bring in negative vibes in, you're sucking that good energy out. I agree. And we don't need that. Dude, need I, I try and push positivity <laughs> not a lot like, on social media, but 
It's always on my yeah, mind. So it's, that's what's coming out. The it's universe rewards positivity only. You, you seek positive, you're going to get positive. Right. Yeah. And it's going to give you some, you know, you're going to get kicked a couple of times, but mm-hmm. how are you going to respond to that type exactly. of shit? Exactly. Because nothing's perfect. We're going to fuck up sometimes, but. Going, going to that, or going no, back go to that, you know, that energy that you were saying, like, you know, the vibe and stuff like that. So when you're, when you're doing your photography, um, what puts you in that, that vibe or that that mood to like shoot what you're shooting today or the next day or did you have kind of like a routine or something like that? A routine with photography more on like a, a mentality perspective yeah. or more on like an actual like what no, I, or like, like a game a, plan? Like a mentality standpoint. Like do you have something that gets you in your like photography mood or you just kind of shoot um, what you feel in that day? It's weird that you mentioned that because this disregard photography like whether I'm walking to the bathroom, whether I'm walking to the bus stop, whether I'm walking to my car, whether I'm driving or running on a bike, my mind is always looking. Or something. So my mind's always looking. These perspe- the, my mind, it's crazy that it just goes. And in my mind, I think like, oh, maybe that might be a cool photo or this perspective might be a cool angle. Um, it's just so programmed in my mind to always be looking. And so I think that concept mixed in with all of the music I listen to, because mm-hmm. like I mentioned, I Any love music from yeah. from indie rock to just a little bit of Spanish to a little bit of country to hip hop, R and B. People like uh, people like Kanye West, ASAP Rocky, Marvin Gaye, Blink One Eighty Two. Music, I love music, and I don't play any any instruments, but I'm always listening to music. So, music definitely sets the tone. Um, or sets the vibe mm-hmm. for for the photo shoot, or just for my day my day to day thing. With the back, going back to the music, because um, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, when he posts like some photos, you always put like a song and by who it's by. Mm-hmm. What's the purpose of that? Do you have a purpose for that? Or so if you don't follow me on Instagram at motvd, check it. Um, but going back to music. Music and my camera are my two best friends, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I post some photos on Instagram or Twitter or on social media, and I add a caption as like a song or something, it's probably what I'm listening to right oh, okay. then and there. That's or that's probably my favorite song of like the week or the day. Or lyrics speak to me as well. So I could be really drawn to a lyric in that song. And I just like to put it out there. Yeah, um, yeah music, music, music has had a huge impact on on my life that's dope that, that was just a personal question I just see it all the time oh, yeah you're good <laughs> real quick for people who can't see us I'm looking at your photo book Ernest oh man Ernie, Ernest that's what's up yeah so my middle name's Ernest <laughs> word to uh, word to my grandpa his name is Ernest yeah his name's Ernest but they would call him Ernie Ernie yeah that's good man. that's good my grandpa too um quick man, we're, we're gonna go off topic real fast that's crazy um Rob told me about this about Jake weeks ago Seen the videos and I've been beating myself up all day. I was quiet all day at work and I said, I know this Tovar kid somewhere. And I finally figured it out. His grandma lived in my block when we grew up and we were kids. We used to hang out all the time. His, yeah. My uncle's is Nino. Yes. And it's, it's the universe That's is a crazy wild. place. And I was I, I was nervous as hell when I walked into you. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I don't know nothing about photography. <laughs> I'm not going to offend this podcast at Every all. Every time I talk to you. <laughs> 
I'm like, what, what, what? I don't know what the I hell is going on right now. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just, I, I, I told Rob, this would be a great podcast. I'm going to tell him, like, dude, explain everything yeah. to me. I don't know anything about photography. Yeah. But it's it's crazy, man. And I uh, you know you come from a great family and Likewise, we're dude. deeply rooted, bro. Likewise. It's a Woman Street thing right there. Really? Your grandma lived on my block and I still live there, so I'm going to give you a big shout out. But what I meant to say was, um, can you explain what this, what the photo book is? So, or explain how this the story about these photo books. Yeah. So, the photo book started when I was taking advanced photography at Bakersfield College. My professor was Christopher Stallworth. Shout out to you if you're listening to this. Um, but our final project was to either make a make a website, make a blog, print some of your photos, and put them on a poster board. Um, he might have given us the option of trading like a, a book or a magazine type of thing. But a lot of photographers that I was following have started making and publishing their own photo books. So I asked them, I was like, hey, dude, can I just do a, a magazine style of photo book? And it started with this one. And the first one was my favorite portraits of 2016. And I'm a huge fan of minimalism and simplicity, hence why it's just pretty much the cover is just black and white. And I, I want to let the photo speak for itself. So I started with my favorite portraits of 2016, and I love the product of it. I loved how the paper felt. I loved holding something and going back at it and just looking and reminiscing. Um, it just made me feel some type of way. And going deeper, it's like when we're so social, like we're always – we're so – social media on our on our phones or so on our computers so when someone asks me like hey dude like can i see some of your photos and i hand them one of my photo books it gives off a deeper impression right rather than sliding a business card or showing them my instagram mm -hmm. granted i'll do those things as well uh -huh. but the first impression would be like check out my book mm -hmm. um here's all my photos and so stuff so yeah it's, it started with uh with advanced photography at, at, at bc and and yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully one day, if I have kids, I could show him or her that this is what your pops was doing when I was 21, 22, 23 years old. Yeah, and uh, I love, I love buying books, especially creative photography books. I have a book bag over there; it has like lots of other books. But I find a lot of inspiration through through look books of different brands to magazines to. Something physical. Uh -huh. Not that I don't from social, social media, media or Pinterest or Instagram mm -hmm. or online, but I love just holding something. And and the fact that I'm looking at my own photos, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> um, definitely dope. Like, I'm the dude that still buys vinyls and still buys CDs. So I'm always... I'm still burning CDs too, bro. Dude, I don't care. Make, make me a mixtape. <laughs> dude, one of the old hands in my, at the coaching staff, he's like, bro, I need some R&B. Dude, dude, I got you. Yeah. I don't, I still use playing CDs, bro. I don't care. I have to. Me too. I still rock with the CD player. I don't need that. Awesome. Need all that Heck yeah. I feel you on that. Uh, going back to books, and uh, do you have anything that you're like reading now or that you go back and look at to get, not inspiration, but just like something that you, that you dabble or read at all? Um, as far as reading, it's not, I mean, it is creative, but I'm reading Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. It's a very good book. <laughs> That's what I'm reading That's right now. That's, dude, I hope Gary B listens hey, to this. Shout out Gary Vee. He Gary really changed my life too, bro. He made yeah, me think man. in a whole different way. I'm, yeah. I'm currently reading that one too. Yeah. Um, it's a good book. So that's what I'm, I'm reading. It's actually in my backpack right now. But 
Uh, other inspiration would be uh, photo books by my favorite photographer, Samuel Elkins. Um, another photographer, Henry Wu. I was going to ask you who your favorite photographers were. Every time, but that's cool. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so shouts to Samuel Elkins. He's homie, homeboy is 20, like 21 years old and has worked for brands like Volvo, Range Rover, um, I think like Urban Outfitters, oh, like wow. bigger brands like that. And crazy story because I, uh, I met him a few weeks ago. And I feel like I literally spoke that into existence. I would always like tweet at him like, yo, like great photos or like good work, man. Um, And he's been recently working with a good friend of mine. His name is Ben Hess. Ben Hess is a local videographer. So now Ben does a lot of video work for for Sam. Mm -hmm. And going back to Sam's book, I bought his photo book this this past winter. So I ran and Sam recently moved to Los Angeles. He was originally from like the Pacific Northwest and would move around a lot, but he recently moved to LA. So I tweeted at him because I had to go to LA a couple weeks ago to take my homie Matt to the airport. I tweeted at Sam. I was like, yo dude, can I meet up with you in Los Angeles so you could sign my photo book? And he messaged me back. And that was crazy. And he messaged me back when I was already on the way to Bakersfield. He was like, oh, sorry, dude. Like, I hit you back late. Uh, but what's your schedule like next week? I would love to still sign sign your book. So I sent him my schedule, and I came back to Bakersfield. Um, when I got back to Bakersfield, I took a nap, kind of got refreshed, and then I went to Cafe Smitten, which is a local coffee shop. Uh-huh. And I kid you not, I was just eating a sandwich. And remember how I mentioned Ben Hess, my videography friend, is working with Sam now. I look up when I'm eating my sandwich, and I see... Ben Hess, Samuel Elkins, and Ben's wife, Serena, walk into the cafe. And I'm like, no, like, no way. This is crazy. And after Sam messaged me when I was coming back to Bakersfield, I told myself, I was like, yo, I'm going to fucking have coffee with this dude. (laughs) Like, he's going to sign the book. Like, it's going to be pretty dope. So crazy how when I got back to Bakersfield, took a nap, went to the cafe, ate a sandwich, and somehow he just, that particular day, at that particular time, the everything fell into place right and that's how i feel like my mentality on speaking things into existence and having a positive vibe is totally impacting me impacting me right now so whether i mean with i'm pretty religious as well so with power of the lord like i don't feel like this is random no i feel like these these things are are put into my life for for a damn good reason right and Shout out to Big Sean, like the blessings are, are just falling <laughs> yeah. and I'm just trying to catch them. That's what's up, that's tight. So that's with the photo books. Um, I get a lot of inspiration through through those books, through social media, through music. Um, but yeah, I love just something physical and showing you my, my book when someone asks rather than showing them my Instagram. Instagram, something like that. And Jake, what would you say, um, I guess, what would be the, your goal in photography, your dream? I know you're working for, I guess you have accomplished your goal, you're living off your um, your passion. Mm-hmm. What would be, do you have a famous rapper you want to shoot, anything of that nature? Oh, dang. Um, I'm sure you have a list of them. So going, going deeper to, I guess, my goals is I want to go on tour with a major artist before I'm 25. Um, which I got less than a year, <laughs> but yeah, it's still a damn it's thing. Possible. It can it's possible, right? Yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely. I want to go on on tour with a major artist. I want to start working with more brands and shooting like looks, lookbooks for them, 
for example, I would love to work on a campaign with Nike or Adidas or there's a brand from Canada called Raised by Wolves. Um, I would love to work, like, take photos for Supreme. I would love to, uh, I don't know, just do more of a creative, working with creative models and creative directors and creative artists, um, go more in that direction. Um, other brands would be Patagonia, North Face. Um, stuff that speaks to your Yosemite stuff. Yeah, shooting, shooting, shooting brand or shooting with brands and models in really dope locations. Um, as far as if I could go on tour with an artist right now, gosh, I don't know who. I mean, I don't know who I would, would choose. All right. My top three, top five favorite artists probably have to be. Shouts to Kanye, even though he's wilding on Twitter. I fuck with Kanye. I love the, I love the, art, I love the artist Kanye. <laughs> yes. That's all I was talking about. We, we had a podcast about a, that. Yeah, we just we had, had a discussion about all that. I can separate the man from the music. Yeah, same. So you got to. Word. Um, Kanye West is one of my favorite artists. Aesop Rocky, Frank Ocean. Um, my local boys hate drugs. Um, I'm a huge indie rock fan, and they're a local indie rock band. Um, I just I love their music as well, and it's crazy that... I'm going to be going on tour with them at the end of July. Mm -hmm. So I guess once that happens, then my, yeah, my goal cool. would be met. Right. Um, but yeah, Kanye, ASAP Rocky, Frank Ocean, Logic. I love Logic. I'm more of a fan. Of, I don't want to be that cliche fan that says I love his older stuff, but I can relate and the older music speaks more to me than, mm -hmm. than the newer stuff. But I'm very, very grateful that he's popping off and oh, yeah. he's huge now. Um, and I love the positive impact that he's making on the world with, with his music. Um, Logic would be cool. He brings a lot of awareness in mental health, and I think that's a great thing, because my brother oh. had suffered from that. And yeah. It's something that's ignored, I think, society a little bit. I agree, man. We're just talk, talking about the Only in America. Yeah, well, the game being Only, was it? This oh, is yeah. America. This America. This is America. This is America. America. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he went off. That was really, that uh, thing is crazy. that's art. Yeah, yeah that's, that's art. art. That's crazy. And I, there was something that I didn't, I just read the article. It was something that I seen, but I was like, oh, shit. Like the white pillars in the white building. Yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Oh, America's this white society. You know, everything. Okay. I didn't. Dude, you know why, then. You, that was I great. Would, honestly, See, I would that's love what the way I wish Kanye would do. I wish Kanye yeah. would go, like, in that direction but a little bit more. I feel like Gambino, I don't want to say this, but I feel like Gambino is doing what Kanye maybe wants to, I don't want to say wants to do. No, I think they're right about but, that. It's a different perspective. Like Gambino's not more into fashion; he's more into like his his productions. Mm -hmm. um, but Kanye's just taking a different approach at it. But I just need to think things just, through a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think one thinks it through, and the other one just yeah. Kanye, spits it out. Kanye just really just says what's on his mind, which is fine. I understand free thought, but you got to you got to word things a little better. Gambino's more laid back to himself, and then he'll just drop the heat when he wants to drop the heat. Yeah, Ace Rock though, man. I love his stuff. He's a slug. Dude, that's, I'm a big Atmosphere fan, okay. so I'm like, hey, man, that's... I was listening to Atmosphere a couple um, weeks ago. I love, man, I love his stuff with uh, Ninth Wonder, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Um, I love Ace Rock. My cousin put me on him a long time ago. I didn't understand it at first, yeah. but you guys... Because I was listening to West Coast Gangsta yeah. shit. Yeah. Ace Rock is not West Coast Gangsta <laughs> shit, but any means... I'm surprised you like him, actually, just yeah. because of the type of music you listen yeah, to. Yeah, my cousin Richard, man, he put me on all this independent yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. it's crazy, man. Ace Rock loves his shit. Let's go. And I mean, going to me talking about music is my dad, he grew up playing the saxophone and, and the drums. So I feel like I get a lot of the music 
Did he play it's, a Pluto too? He did play a Pluto. Damn, my dad was on, my dad was on the clarinet at Dude, Pluto too. Dude, our dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they they were, yeah, they were really but, cool back in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad's a big clarinet guy, bro. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, my dad played the saxophone and the drums, but I, he, he still puts me on to a lot of music. Yeah. He told me to listen to, you know, Mac DeMarco is? I don't. He, my pops told me to listen to Mac DeMarco like a month ago. And when I got, another story, when I got home, today is, today's Tuesday, right? Monday. Monday. Today, today's Monday. Monday. Oh, damn, today is no, Monday. No, I was like, today ain't payday. Oh. <laughs> I, would, I would know. I, I know, I would have <laughs> it was payday. I'm like, man, we would have oh. yeah. I got home on Saturday. My dad was getting ready to go to work, and he was bumping a Tribe Called Quest. So I, yeah, I love Tribe. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Tribe. Um, so I don't know. That just gives you perspective of how my dad has just influenced me on, on the music and right. stuff like that. But going back to the top five artists who I'd like to shoot for, whenever Kanye, ASAP Rocky, Frank Ocean, Logic, I'll throw in Gambino, Travis Scott, my boys that hate drugs. Um, It'd be tight to shoot for like Marvin Gaye, That's or piece, like or uh, Michael Jackson. People, um, those guys had ores around them. It's mm-hmm. not around anymore. They mm-hmm. don't really have that anymore. It's a whole different scene. It's crazy. But, but yeah, that's just those are some that's of my crazy. goals. Well, what what uh, well, those are goals, right? That you want to ascend, like accomplish during throughout the year. What's that? I I made it moment. Do you have that in your head visualized yet, or you? Have I don't. That? I don't. I think I want to cap myself to say to that one thing. I made it okay. um, because like we mentioned earlier, there's always something else to learn right. to, to just learn from different people or different perspectives, different processes. Um, but I think a big stepping point in my life would probably be, would probably be, I don't know, finding, and I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. So right now I'm fucking making it. Yeah, like, right now, like definitely. I'm crushing it right now. Right, but there's always so much more to do. So um, I would go in deeper into relationships. I'm stoked to fall in love one day definitely. and share this with like a woman and start traveling and building a family one day. So for me, and I don't think everything is about money, mm-hmm. but sometimes we need money to do what we want to do. Right. It's just the way the life, the world is. Yeah. But for me to be super comfortable and support my family in, in, in a financial way would, would be a goal of mine. Okay. Um, and I'll, one day I also want to just cut my parents a fat check. Like uh, just of how much they just fed me to the roof they put over my head. Uh, I just want to give back to them. It's those little things, man, that we don't realize until we're older how much it means now. Yeah. Value of a dollar. Yeah, value of a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I understand 100%. But, but yeah, I, I don't I want to talk about money too much because I really value following a happiness yeah. rather than following a check. But then at the same time, it's a little contradiction because you need money to do what you want to do. Right. So that's, true. that's what we talked about too. I, we don't. I don't really care for the money. It's nice to have it. I'm gonna get paid anyway, but it's not my number one goal in mind. I'm yeah. gonna get it, or any. I'm sure in your mind, your mind, your mind. Money's great, but it's not. It doesn't make me. Doesn't yeah. make me upset. Oh, fuck, I love living. It's yeah. this life in general. Yeah. So it's a passion. It's a happiness. It's a, That's what I'm following, and it's just money is a part of the. Part of the whole gig. It makes the world. It makes it go around. Bro. Yeah, it yeah. makes the world go around. Unfortunately, but it's the way it is. 
Quick question. Uh, not a question. Do you see yourself moving out Bakersfield? Full sense, yeah. You do make Bakersfield look beautiful with that, that That's video. That's true. You That's make true. Bakersfield look beautiful. Is that, do you, I don't even know if it puts a limitation, but this is, man, this is, was this all shot in Bakersfield? No. No? I'll show you a few of them. Beautiful. Make Bakersfield look beautiful. Make, make Bakersfield look beautiful. Again. Well, because, yeah, a lot of his stuff on his Instagram that he does post that's here in town definitely gives a different light that's, uh, well, that's, well, that's what's shed right now on Bakersfield. And I'm not familiar sure. with photography. That's why I was looking at you. I was like, man, this is awesome. So, um, and in the video, we said make Bakersfield beautiful. Like, you definitely do that. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just see things differently. I don't want to say. I don't want to put myself on a pedestal because I'm nowhere trying to do that. Definitely. I don't think I'm better than anyone else. Um, this is your only tunnel But you, you walk in my shoes. We're going to walk in the same shoes, but I'm going to see things differently than a lot of people will. So like going back to when I'm driving, when I'm walking, when I'm on a bike, I'm always looking and I'm thinking in my mind, like that might be a cool perspective or that angle might be a cool photo. Um, just having that, that mature vision is what's made me, I don't want to say separated me, but what's made me take that photo. Um, and no disrespect to Bakersfield because I spoke on this before when my previous documentary, but Bakersfield is pretty tight. Like we have, we have, we have cool spots in town. We just got to find them. Yeah. And if we look at Bakersfield on the map, we're probably about 10 hours away from a lot of things. For example, Los Angeles, San Diego, San Vegas. Francisco, Vegas, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, Zion National Park, Yosemite National Park, Sequoia National Park. Portland's 13 hours, um, Big Sur's four hours, Monterey's another four hours. Like, we're 10 hours away from so many places. And I was talking to a photographer on Instagram once, and he was from the Pacific Northwest, and that's a location where I would want to move to is Portland or Seattle. Right. And I was telling him, dude, I was like, dude, your backyard is like a national park. It's crazy <laughs> beautiful. Not to just, not to talk down on Bakersfield. Right. But he asked me, I was like, dude, he asked me, where do you live? And I told him, Bakersfield, California. And he said, you're around so many things. Just start driving. Start doing more things. Start saying yes to more things. Um, another photographer kind of mentioned in his vlog or his YouTube channel, he was like, start saying yes to more things. Start saying yes. And he loves shooting sunrise. And uh, his, his opinion was like, you're going to remember all of the sunrises, all of the hikes, all of the things you got up for and did rather than the hours slept inside your bed. Right. So that kind of like moved me even more to be like, get up and go. Let's go. <laughs> um, so I forgot what the question was, but Bakersfield site. <laughs> I was born and raised in Bakersfield. Yeah. Doesn't so. like it, man. Yeah. Doesn't like it. Any question, Rob? I honestly wish I knew more about photography. I talk about how you, the different lenses you use and lighting and whatnot. I don't know anything about that, but I'm interested in that a lot. Cause yeah. well, what's your What's your favorite lens to shoot with? Let's say. Do you gosh. Have one? Um. Or are they all like babies, and you can't really pick your favorite? No. If I, I if I could choose one lens, and the people who know about photography will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, it's a 24 to 70 millimeter at 2.8 aperture. I have one of those and essentially 24 millimeters is a pretty wider angle lens. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, I've used that lens for landscapes. I've used it for, for concerts. And when I say aperture is at 2.8, the aperture is the size of the hole that lets in light to the camera. So for example, you look at your pupils and when we're walking around nighttime, our pupils are pretty huge mm -hmm. to let in as much light as possible. Right. During the daytime, they're smaller to let in less light. Aperture is the same thing. The lower the number on the aperture, so 2.8 or lower, the hole is gonna be pretty big or open inside the lens. And then if the aperture is higher, so mm -hmm. like 12, mm -hmm. 15, 16 and up, the hole is smaller. But there's different, there's different um, effects that, that that does. So for example, when the number is lower, when the aperture is like 2.8 and below, and you focus on your subject, the background is more likely to be blurred out. Okay. And then when the aperture is higher, at like five and above, then more of the scene is gonna be in focused. So you just ultimately have to ask yourself, what do you want to accomplish with the photo? Uh, if you want more of a blurred out background or if you want more of, of a shot that's all in focus. But the fact that that lens from 24 millimeters to 70, 70 millimeters at 2.8 is an overall wide range of, of what I could, it's just, it's a go-to lens. Um, I could do a lot with it. Okay. If that, if that paints a, a picture. Yeah, I got like a whole lesson right now. Yeah, I got yeah, like a whole lesson right now. I understand. Like, I want to get like a camera and see what I'm shooting with. Right no, yeah, after, I could definitely like show you on my camera like what those numbers actually do and what they mean. Yeah, we definitely do. I'm always down for learning, man. But, yeah, so I shoot with, that's one of my three, yeah, one of my three lenses. I shoot with uh, a Canon 5D Mark III. Um, for the people listening, for the people listening, but yeah, that's what's up. Um, <laughs> you can make all the noise you want, yeah, my man. guy. I don't give a shit. You can make beats right now. Whatever you want. To do. Well, you're, you're okay. Okay. A little off topic. Um, I was in junior high during 2007 and eight, and when I was in junior high, these dudes would make beats with their. For pins and like their, like their pencils. pencils. You know where they got that from, right? No. Sugar Free. Yeah, Sugar Free. Really? Sugar, if you listen to Sugar Free's Ghetto Gospel album, it's he, called I Want to Go Home. He literally does a beat with just a. Like a pen or his it. hands or. Yeah. Just, yeah. I want to go home. You was in jail. He had no fucking he had no beats. Yeah, we could yeah. probably show you that. Yeah, bro, show you that. It's, okay. Well, yeah, go back to yeah, the so A lot of kids would just be making beats with their yeah. pens and there was all the like those little skateboard tech tech things. Oh, yeah. Remember those? They would bring those to class. Um, I feel like we age ourselves with that. It's sugar crazy. Free shit, though. We, oh yeah, we did I age ourselves with sugar free. Because you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Like my guy Donuts just wrote me a few days ago, and he texted. He wrote. He's like, dude, this motherfucker does more with a pen and a coin than these kids do nowadays in rap. Sure, man, we are super old heads, but it's cool that we're showing love to the hip hop game. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, just to like before we close it out, we always ask our guests to kind of give like a gem or drop a gem on the. Uh, for our audience so like do you have something that you kind of like live by or go by a certain saying possibly or anything like that a saying or the, yeah just for the for the people out there a saying or a something that i live by um i don't know 
making me think because um, I could think more so like like photography I could think more so like with business like Gary Gary V would probably just say just fucking do it or just <laughs> yeah do it. wake oh, the man. fuck up stop fucking sleeping yeah, and, and, and work your fucking ass off yeah, yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't say that to <laughs> in that terms right. or in, in those conditions yeah um, but I feel like it's very cliche to say, but if you really like something, if you really have a passion, follow it. Even though you might come, I mean, your parents might tell you something different or your family might want you to do something else. Um, if you could, if I don't know, follow a happiness, follow a passion rather than following a check. Because at the end of the day, I could die after this podcast. I could die tomorrow. But me knowing that I've lived my life in a happy way is everything to me. Yeah. Rather than putting myself in unhappy situations or, or I don't know, I just want to live the best life that I can. Um, so that, that'd be one thing. But going, going, speaking on photography or speaking on like a creative venture, uh-huh. do it over and over and over again. Keep doing it, whether it's day one or year 10. Like the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it. Whether it's you're studying more for a test, or the more you study, the probably the better you'll do. Right. Yeah. Or the more I invested walking around downtown Bakersfield trying to learn about my camera, the more I got better at it. The more I spent hours on Photoshop, on Lightroom, on my computer, the easier it got. Right. So Rome, the very cliche saying as well, Rome wasn't built in one day. Yeah. So. And that's one of the hardest things for me sometimes is patience. Patience is a virtue. It's hard to yeah, patience. 100%. Nothing's um, overnight. So having that patience, but at the same time, seeing, I don't want to say seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, because the tunnel can be endless, yeah. since I always want to learn and, and grow and do all that. But just working your, working your ass off. Um, yeah, that could be one. Um, and probably the last one is like I think the mentality separates separates people from other people is like when you have that, that positive perspective and that mentality where you just know you're going to make it and you know, I'm very positive with things and especially even with even with a negative situation I try and find the good in, in everything so having a positive impact or a positive outlook has definitely impacted myself, my business, my photography in a cool way. Um, so being positive while working your butt off, while kind of being patient with things, but intertwining all those things together was, I guess, a dime or a gem was dropping yeah, knowledge. And, and I guess for me, it's also like if anyone ever has like any questions or or any questions about photography or any questions or whatever, really. Like, they could address. always... Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but what's no. M-O-T-V-D mean? Okay, my Instagram name, M-O-T-V-D. I always ask this question when people ask me that. What does it look like? What, like, what does it look like? Hold on. I don't, don't want to be a fanboy, so I'll let you answer. Dude, I don't Do know you know the answer? Motivated? There you fucking go. My boy got it. Yeah, so... Story on that. I was. <laughs> I didn't even, hold on, looking like, what do you mean? What's in the bag? Back in uh, 2012, I was dating, dating a girl named Cassie. And Cassie was pretty, pretty hipster, pretty. 
she was into Tumblr and she inspired me to make a Tumblr. And initially my at name was like jaketovar.tumblr.com and I started using the platform and I saw so many people with creative, unique names. And I told myself like, I want a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> so that particular day I wrote down on a piece of paper five to 10 adjectives that I thought I was. And motivated was one of the words. So I took out some letters and MOTVD was the result of that. So yeah, that was, and some people, I say MOTVD, I could say motive. Um, some people have said Mott VD. Some people have said. You didn't want to know what the hell I was going to say, bro. I was going to that shit so bad right now. But that's pretty dope as well because I also wanted to bring about a question. Right. Like, what does yeah. that mean? What is, I was going to ask you again, though, but I want to see it to the end. Yeah, so really, shout out, shout out to, to Cassie. Shout out to Cassie. <laughs> shout out Cassie. Awesome. One time. Um, that's, that's the story on MOTVD. Uh, last thing we have is uh, shout-outs. Yeah, shout-outs. Shout-out time. Whoever you the want. two most important women in my, in my life were my grandma and my mom. Um, I love all my family, but... Those are angels, bro. I love like my grandma and my mom. And when people ask me, what's your favorite photo I've taken? It's of my grandma. I even said, ah, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's beautiful. But no, shout-out my mom my grandma. My little brother, shout out, shout out my boys at Hate Drugs, shout out my, my good friends, Matt, Matt Nykamp, he's another photographer, um, my best friend, Margarito Guzman, I go way back with him, um, but really, also just shout out the people that just fuck with me, Hell yeah, <laughs> and have just supported and liked a photo or commented on it or have reached out to me, um, Shout out to you guys as well. Like, if you, I didn't pick up, pick up a camera, I probably would never be sitting at this desk talking to you and having this dope like friendship connection. So, reconnecting, reconnecting, really. But I'm beyond grateful for like this opportunity to to speak on my story and to meet you meet you guys as well. And bro, we really appreciate you telling your story. That's what honestly, this is all the entrepreneurs making it yeah. all in on yourself, and this this is like the epitome of what we want to do, man. It's great. We, we appreciate you coming to our yeah. show because it's the fifth one, man. You're you're an exclusive club oh, right now. Nice. You're in a oh, fucking yeah. exclusive club, yeah. bro. Honestly, yeah. you really are. Top five, top five, top five. Yeah, exactly. There, there you go. <laughs> but uh, um, that's pretty much it for today or for today's podcast. Week five, we out here. Week five, number Blessed. five. Um, you know, shout out to our our listeners and until next time, y'all. Peace. Off the fly.